Good morning, everybody. It's your host, Mark Trimble, and this is the MK Journal Podcast. And we're back. Tim. Salajet. Yes. Oh, we're, okay. We're actually recording. I guess we're here. I guess we're here. Again. How many people listened to the last one? 13, last time I checked. That's a good number. It is a good number. What is it usually? Um, normally, I don't know, normally after, 13 is normally after a few months. Normally after one episode, it's only like five or six. Mm. So, it's pretty good. Just doubled the viewership. Uh, you did. You did <laughs> viewership. I don't think it was me. <laughs> I think it was because people were bored. <laughs> on New Year's. Yeah. On New Year's. Like, hey, you know, we'll go in there. What's the name of the show again? MK Journal. Okay. Yeah, the MK Journal. Yes. You know who should you we should talk the to MK is um, Charlie Hancock. He used to be a missionary's kid to Japan. Oh, the one that you met through Five Rings, right? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he actually, I think he's Church of Christ. I think is mm. what they are. But anyway, he's uh, he's super cool. But that'd be a good one. And then also, Sam. Like I have all three of us, or just me and him? It'd be kind of weird at first. It was just me and him. But, mm. I mean, it's doable. I mean, if you just have the self-confidence and you just get blow through it. <clears throat> Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Confident. Yeah. Um, no, he, he's, he's super cool. Uh, really personable. Um, yeah, just someone that's super interesting to talk to. Also, another one would be good is um, Sam Stevens. He used to be a missionary kid to the Philippines. Oh, the first guy was the Japan one. The second guy was mm-hmm. the Philippines one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. He's actually a mortgage lender is what he does. He's the one that I'm talking to, right? Or mm-hmm. am I talking no, to? No, that's one? Dylan. Oh, okay. Nope. Not that one. The, the, the other one. guy. The Different other one mortgage lender. Yeah. You know, a lot of mortgage lenders. I feel like ever since I started doing this, I just meet nonstop people, which is kind of nice. It's true. Different people. Yeah, because yeah, because you know everyone has their own specialty, and you know it kind of opens your eyes too. Because before you start doing that, you don't you know you don't know how stuff works, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, <laughs> like you you don't know anything about how anything works, and then you just talk to people that deal with this all the time, like this is their livelihood and everything. Then you're like, wow. Um, this is actually really good that I talk to someone that yeah. sees this every day. Well, the thing is, I mean, that's kind of going back to, like, how we were educated. We're not really educated to know a lot of this stuff, and that's why now yeah. it's good to have those con- those connections that do know, mm-hmm. that are experts in those fields. That way you're not kind of just walking in the dark, you know? Yeah, and it's funny how most – it's funny how the whole circle pretty much, like, Everyone being connected um, just like grows and grows and grows because you yeah. could ask, Do you know so and so? It's whatever. And it's like, Yeah, I know that person. Oh, yeah. Know, so, because everybody kind of, yeah, gets to know each it's, other because you're all, it's pretty much like like minded people. Um, oh, yeah, you didn't uh, silence your phone for no, the podcast. This is my boss. I have to take this phone okay, call. Okay, we will Pause stop it. it. <clears throat> So, a Tim's, break on that one. Yeah, Tim's boss called, so he had to take that yeah. call. Yeah, or else I would have been fired. So false. <laughs> they would never. I don't know. They would never fire you. They probably should, honestly. Why would they? I don't know. Just they probably, probably should. should. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. You haven't <clears throat> sold any. Have you sold anything recently, or not really? Um. I got, let's see, I sold two things last week, and there's still, like, four other ones that I'm working on. So there's always, like, this constant state of stuff that isn't ready yet. Um, so it's like I have a lot going on. It's just, you know, it's either, it's crazy because last week I had, like, six appointments, right? So in that five-day stretch, and then one of them was, like, driving down to Ardmore as well. So... That's far. Yeah. So it's two hours there, two hours back. And then what I got off the phone with my boss was that they're going to have to take care of it. So I'm not even getting anything. Like, I'm not making So you any money drove all the way to Ardmore. 
spend all that time and effort, and you're mm. not making any money off of it. They, I did get a monster. It was a convenience store. A monster. So they did give me a monster for okay. free. Well, that's nice. <laughs> so, I guess. Yeah, the, I didn't leave empty-handed. Is it the orange rehab you got? No, no. no. They, they didn't have they any. They didn't have orange um, rehab. I had to sit with the white. <laughs> bad, bis- bad, bad, uh, bad convenience, convenience store then. They didn't have the orange monsters. Well, you know, most of them really don't. That is um, true. But um, OnQ normally does, though, right? Yeah, well, and that, even that depends, too. Um, there's certain ones I have to hit on certain times. It's kind of a weird deal. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, not not all of them do for sure. They kind of, I think they they used to. For the most part, you know, when you walk into an OnQ, they always had that monster rehab. Right. But at this point, I just ordered, like, I order a yeah, case. Yeah, order the cases. Where do you order the case off? Amazon? Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Is it cheaper off Amazon? Are you tried order, ordering it from actual Monster itself? No, it's cheaper on Amazon because the shipping's free. Because if you oh, go through a different right. one. Right, you'd have to pay for shipping. Yeah, you're paying. Yeah, okay. You know, I get that. 10 bucks for shipping for, you know, because it's heavy. Right. If you just go through Amazon, then it's already it's free. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that deal is kind of cool. But, man, I've been. I've been drinking Orange Monster Rehabs for... I was still living with you guys. Ooh. <laughs> That's, a... <laughs> That's a long, long time. time. Yeah, because yeah. they came out with Orange Monster Rehabs. Monster Rehabs, because it was just orange at first, right? Yeah. No, no, no. They started with a raspberry, then they started out with, um, let's see, a green one, a, r- a red one, which I think is a raspberry, and then another one. The yellow one, the lemonade. No, the lemonade one. Those are the three they started out with. Really? The raspberry was the, the green OG, one's, though. The green one's not sold anymore, is it? I've seen it. I've never seen a green times. one. Green rehab? Yeah. Well, um, the first time I saw them was at um, Sam's Club. They they have a re, uh, you can buy a case of Monster Rehab. Oh, really? But it's only those three fl- flavors. Oh. So you they have the two options where you can get the original green, right. the light blue one, that's the sugar-free one. I've never had the it's, light blue it's one. It's a black and blue letters. Hmm. That one is um, the sugar-free. Hmm. And then they have the white, the all-white one with the designs on it. That one's sugar-free as well, but it's also, I think, zero Are calories. those rehabs, though? I'm pretty no, no, sure no, no, those no. are just No, those are regular. I'm just saying what Sam's Club you can oh, buy okay. So case. you're talking about all, all the monsters. Okay, so I drink green ones all the time. Yeah. I thought you meant rehab green ones. Oh, no, no. I was like, what is that, like kiwi or something? No, they, they don't even have that anymore. <laughs> Man, Monster had this, um, it was called the Uber Monster. I, it was the, in a the super big smooth one. Glass. The one, yeah. Yes. Well, they they still have it, but they they. It's in a can. Now. Yeah, it's in a can. Now. I'm talking about when but it was the in glass that big one. glass bottle. Yeah. That's uh-huh. that. There was only here in Oklahoma City. There was only one store that you could go to, and it was a uh, Circle K off of Penn, and um, it's close to Penn Square Mall. Where what is that? What highway is that that goes through? Forty. Is yeah, that swings through curves. Swings? Yeah, 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 around there. If you get off on Penn, no, that's well. It's but so when you're going forty. Yeah, what is that? Well, that's forty four. Is it that's 44 44. that goes through? Yeah, yeah. So it's on the like what you would take to go to the theater. Um, this should be forty four. Yeah, and then it merges into I thirty five, right? And then I thirty five takes you seventy seven, and then you have like two thirty five and all that jazz. Right. Yeah, I thirty five is way. Over there. Anyways, um, yeah, there's only one store you could go to, and that was, like, the last one when they were starting to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Circle K, and that was the only one. And it was, used to be where that old – there was old coits across the, street, the road mm-hmm. from it. Um, this is years ago now. Um, but so that was, smooth, though. Yeah. It was super well, smooth. Well, apparently it was – they – supposedly they crafted it like beer, yeah. apparently – and so that's what made it super, super smooth. smooth. Yeah, because you still had the nice acidic taste to it, but it wasn't as like, it wouldn't sting your throat as mm-hmm. you were drinking it. So it was more like you got the pure yeah. monster taste from it. But they only did it for the green flavor. They never yeah. did it for any of the other flavors. Yeah, just for the original one. So I don't know. I feel like if they did it for any of the other ones, I, f- I think it would be really, like that orange one, mm-hmm. if they did like an Uber monster for that orange one. Right. 
because the orange one is really strong. Mm-hmm. I like the green one, um, which yeah. I like, but not everybody likes it. But I feel like if you made it into an Uber monster, made it nice and smooth, that mm-hmm. would be... Yeah, what's crazy is um, the specials that were run on it because when I first started drinking monsters, they were two for two fifty. Really? Yeah. What? When I first started doing it, and then it went to three bucks, and that was like the norm for a long time. Yeah, two for three. And then it went three fifty, and now if you get on queue and get it, it's five. usually uh, no, it's two for four thirty three or no. something like that. Some places two for five. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking mainly on queue. <clears throat> right. Um, that's kind of what their their pricing is on it now. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, but I you know it's kind of inflation and all that right, stuff. Right. But still, I remember. I, I yeah, I still do it. So I remember first time I had a monster was back when you were a senior. We went to Walmart with the Legiers, mm-hmm. and Seth Legier was like, "Oh, mom, can you get me a monster?" Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's really good, really good energy drink," and I was like. I'm probably 12, no 13 should have been 13 I drink it's the first time I've ever had an energy drink yeah and it was like just pure acid just yeah. thrown over throat I was like oh, that's yeah that's disgusting man I'd never drink that and he's like it's man. good no probably probably the craziest one I had was called uh, I think it was called Cobra it was back in the Philippines back in the Philippines Cobra I drank that stuff like crazy, bro. <laughs> that stuff is terrible <laughs> for I you. drank that so oh, much oh no the one worse than that that was here it was actually called cocaine oh really? yeah it was in a red um, it was in a red like a red bull can almost but it was all red and what? it had the words cocaine on it what? and you could only get it at Circle K's a couple what? of them there's only one that I knew of here it's in the city probably Circle K's the only uh, the only gas station get well, enough to sell that them. one got yanked <laughs> off the shelf eventually but really? I had it one time I remember um, like my heart started racing uh-huh. like I don't have that at all when I drink monsters right. at all. Um, but this stuff, man, was <laughs> the craziest <laughs> stuff I've ever had. Did you ever have sting in the Philippines? Oh yeah, yeah. I think Cobra is worse than sting. I feel <sighs> like I feel like sting was more acidic, but Cobra, I, I think, got I your heart rate. They were both bad. Yeah, because I, I remember uh, playing basketball and going and, and getting those to try to, after about three or four games, try to get energy or whatever yeah, and yeah. drink those. It's like, ooh, those are, those are so bad. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> those drinks are so bad for you. They're, they're so, um, oh, they didn't taste good at Cobra all. Cobra only had one flavor. Yeah. It was just that Was orange. it like that orange-yellowish yeah, like orange, yellow thing? It looked thing. like pee in a can. Yeah. <laughs> it really was good look. <laughs> So bad. But Sting, you had a red Sting, which is my favorite. You had a green one. And I think you had like one more flavor, but I never tried the other flavor. Mm-hmm. I just had the green and the and the and the red. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think my favorite was the Litobitan. The one with the stinking <laughs> Yeah. It was um it was like a green apple flavor. Was really? what it was. I never tried it. Was it was super good. Um it was. It looked, it looked like you were drinking medicine because it was. It did. Brown. That's literally what it looked like from those brown bottles. Yeah. With, and and even the the label looked uh-huh. like a medicine. Like cold medicine. Yeah. is What it did. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty crazy. But, <laughs> yeah, I never. Um, for me, the monster rehabs are definitely more of a flavor thing for me, and it's honestly just I've done it for so long. I just, just kind of go to drink kind of thing yeah it's just my it's my thing you know it's what it turns out to be so. yeah i love monsters man either y'all i mean i've had every single kind just because that was a thing of mine for a little bit it was like oh i want to try every single kind of monster mm-hmm. there is that remember when we were living together if there was a new one right, right super hyped about it yeah you remember the unleaded monster yeah the gray can yeah and it was like caffeine like a, free or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a matte gray. But it still had, so it was caffeine free, but it still had the original flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember I got it for Steven one time because he, he was still at the point where he couldn't have really mm-hmm. sugary things. Right. Yeah, I got him one. It's like, oh, finally a monster I can drink. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I haven't seen it for a long time. Yeah, I doubt they even do it anymore. Um, I don't even like the original flavor to me it's too sugary because the rehabs are a black tea is what right, they are right uh, if you ever pour into a glass it's like this murky 
brown water yeah. and stuff. You're like, yeah. how can it taste so good? <laughs> the, well, all of the other ones are kind of like a, a clear, like the green one mm-hmm. is, is no, the green one's actually kind of yellowy. Yeah. Clear yellowy. Right. Kind of uh, color. I don't, I don't think I've ever poured out any of the other ones, mm-hmm. but if I want something stronger than a rehab, I'll usually go for the juice ones. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Those crazy are flavor. way too sweet. They're super sweet. It's like drinking yeah. straight mango <laughs> nectar or whatever. Yeah, they're it's, super sweet. Oh, that's... It was the... Uh, it's the one that had... I don't even know what it's called. The These skulls and, that yeah, they the use. Yeah, or- the blue and orange one. For the the, the Day of the Dead kind yeah. of uh, yeah, the, the holiday or- deal or whatever. Kind of like the Pacific orange or whatever that flavor is. Yeah, I remember the first time I had that, was I was at my desk. I'm a cousin. I brought it brought to in, <laughs> And I took one sip. I was like, no. <laughs> this is... This is so sweet. Like, <laughs> it's so sweet. I no. I was like, can't do it. I threw no. the rest of it out. No, it was good. What's the most monster you've ever drank in a single day? Four. Like regular cans? Uh, rehabs. Rehabs, four rehabs? Yeah. What about regular cans? Like I, back when I you were really, in college? Yeah, I never really got into regular cans. <laughs> I know one time I stayed up late um, trying to... Cause, Pretty much my limit is two mm-hmm. if I'm because that's what the label says. Yeah. Um, so I definitely try to stick by that. But I remember in college, I was like, man, I need to stay up, you know, all night to study. And I remember going to 7 Eleven, which was across the street at the right. time, and uh, I got a liter of Mountain Dew. Because really? I thought, okay, I I drunk my two monsters, yeah. right? So like, okay, so, can't do those. I've used up one. those options, right? And then so I went over. So okay, I need something else with caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big old tub of Mountain Dew, and I ended up <laughs> crashing so bad because of uh, I was drinking so much of it that you like your taste buds, your tongue. Mm. My tongue was going numb, yeah. because of all the sugar. Oh, all the sugar, yeah. yeah. It was. It was so bad. I was like, no, we're not doing that again. <laughs> I actually cut out um, soda completely for a whole year. Did you? My freshman year of college. Hmm. For a whole year, didn't drink it. And um, I remember when I finally broke it, and it wasn't a big deal after a while. Like, like Yeah, you get used it, to it. Yeah, it literally didn't taste good anymore. And the first thing I drank after I broke it was a... Um, uh, Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> I went out of the Circle K and filled one up, and I drank that, and I got so nauseated. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, your body's not used to it anymore. Yeah, and the fact that that was probably one of the worst ones you can yeah, uh, I mean, first yeah. drink or whatever, yeah. it was so bad. I just <laughs> <laughs> you just feel like crap afterwards. Yeah, I, I got so nauseated. I was like, mm, man, I, I jumped into this like yeah. way too quick my but, yeah. yeah my senior year i cut out water for a little bit oh, for, okay. not, not for a whole year but for a few months i did just water no right no uh soda no nothing no juice okay. just just water so but i don't think i was on it long enough for it to really have yeah a huge effect on me because i, I ended up going back and drinking and all I remember was like, oh, this tastes good. Cause yeah. I think I had like a Coke. Yeah. Uh, but of course, the bottle of Cokes over there taste a whole lot better. Right. Than the ones over here. So. Hmm. Yeah. What's the longest you've um, like fasted? <sighs> I think I've done it for a day, but I don't know if I, I don't know how, I know I've hit at least 24 hours, but I don't know how much longer after that I kept it up. But I know I've at least done 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I did three days. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeesh. And what's weird about it is after after your body is freaking out yeah. at first, and then after it kind of normalizes and you got into the second day, it's right. starting to say, hmm, okay, um, we're fine. Yeah. You know? And it's weird because you just feel full all the time hmm. because you know you got plenty of calories right. on you because I right. remember uh, the thing that got me interested was last year or the year before the end of the year in 2019 I started doing um, hardcore keto and um, yeah, and intermittent fasting I remember 
and I remember Jocko Will- Willenick, uh talking about it on his podcast about fasting. Uh-huh. Right. So he'll he'll do five day fast. Yeah. Or whatever. And then I started reading into it a lot, and mm. apparently the there was a guy that did it a whole year. Yeah, because he was, I think he yeah, was, was six hundred pounds, right? Or something. He was super fat. Yeah, and that's how he lost all his weight. He didn't, li- right. he didn't eat the whole. Plus, time. he didn't, he didn't, um, he didn't have to get surgery or anything right, like that, right? Because it was such over such a long period of time, and his body literally mm. ate all the excess stuff. Right. So even the skin and stuff like that. Yeah, apparently after from from what I had read about it was after eight days you get to where you have to ease your body back into eating because right. you will throw up. Yeah. Um, because of that. You're just your body goes into starvation mode. Right. And then if you so, you know, hypothetically if you if you are overweight, right, you don't have to eat that whole time. Yeah. You know? His thing was just he just got all of his nutrients and like he had he would go and get like I think Joe Rogan was was telling, uh, talking about it for a little bit on his podcast, and he said that he would go in and get like nutrient IVs oh, okay. to so that because I mean obviously <clears throat> you still you still you still need all your nutrients. I mean your fat is all the calories that your body's eating, but you still need your water and all your nutrients to keep you healthy. I wonder if you could just do that through your water. Maybe you know, maybe. I don't, I'm not entirely, I mean, I guess you would just kind of be careful about, maybe just making sure that your body's getting the nutrients that it needs, like Mm -hmm. vitamins and stuff like that. Yeah. I know pretty much the thing that, um, after the three days of how I got, I started eating again was strictly because of a, um, what do they call that? It was a social thing. And Rachel was like freaking out that I hadn't eaten in three days, but Not I told really. her it's like I mm. feel great. <laughs> you know? Not hungry. Like, that's so weird, but I was like, I, I feel I feel awesome. And what I've been trying to do recently has been um not eating at all during the day. Right. Because I feel like I have a lot more energy during the day. Yeah. Running around well, talking not, to people and Yeah, all that you're not stuff. getting that heavy calorie kind of mm-hmm. you know yeah because you're you get sluggish especially if you eat a lot of food right you know in your whole day you just like don't have energy to do anything right you know right so i think fasting i definitely want to get back into it it's yeah. just it turns into this willpower especially game. especially if you're doing it the way you do it because mm-hmm. you don't go over that hump of oh i'm not hungry anymore it's every day like mm-hmm. oh I'm not eating. Now I have to wait. And your body's like, no, we need food. We need mm-hmm. food. And then you eat and your body's like, okay, we're good. And then you wake up the next morning and your body's freaking out. We need food. We need food. You know, so you're going through that whole first day every day. Mm-hmm. So that's when it becomes more of a willpower thing. Yeah. Just for those couple of days though. Cause once you get used to it, it's really not even a thought. Right. Right. Yeah. After you do it for so long, you mm-hmm. get, well, your body get, gets on a um, cycle. Mm-hmm. Like okay, we're not gonna eat. This is when we're gonna eat. But your first, you yeah, know. it's strictly more of a. What I noticed was it was more of a habit. You right. know, eating was a habit because you're like, well, um, I need to eat now because it's sudden such and right. Other people are there, and then what's weird about it is just, and this comes up even with just intermittent fasting, is that people are weirded out by what you're doing. Not really that you're the one that's affected by other people because people would say or be like, um, hey, um, is this going to bother you if I eat? I was like, no, it literally doesn't matter to me at all. But obviously I'm bothering you. Right, because I'm not eating. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not eating because that would come up with family stuff because my I would only eat from 12 to 6 is when I would eat. And a lot of times, family, social gathering, eating happens after that. Right. So the whole time, while I'm still there, I'm yeah. not saying anything about anybody else, but the whole time, people are, you know, just, oh, are you going to eat? Are you going to eat? Are you sure? Like, you know, it's like that. <laughs> you know, it's almost like tempting you, Yeah. I guess. And then it's, but you definitely, you're more of a bother to them than they are to you yeah. psychologically. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think know. part of the reason is because you're kind of showing your restraint mm-hmm. as far as like I don't need to eat this food, you right. know. Um, whereas most of the times Americans are just generally, oh, there's food, let's eat. You know, even if the only justification is if you just ate an hour ago and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm full, I don't really need to eat. Right. But for the most part, even then, we'll snack and, you know, get a little plate of something, you know, and mm-hmm. just kind of eat and talk, kind of become like a social eater, I guess. Yeah, that's what most of it is tied to is it's all about social, you know. And that's, you know, you meet people around food, you gather it over it, because it's, it's kind of a distraction is right. what it is, you know. So you don't feel like you have to talk all the time or all yeah, that stuff can, because there's an yeah. object or you're doing something mutually, you know. Yeah, you're both eating. So mm. it's like, okay, we can just kind of chew on our food for a little bit. Yeah. I know I when I met with um, Jason Martinez, he's a beekeeper here in Oklahoma, and he's got a lot of hides. But, I, you know, I sat with him for two and a half hours at a restaurant just picking his brain, and he's obviously the one doing all most of the talking because he has the knowledge. Right. And the food was more of a hindrance Yeah. Um, than anything because – I would pretty much eat the whole time, and he's talking and right. talking, and then at the end of it, he still has the food. Right, and you're done. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there without the food, so right. then I thought, well, maybe this would, if you're really going to have like an intense conversation yeah. about something, maybe it would have been better, instead of over food, just having coffee. Coffee or something to sip on, yeah. Yeah, just something maybe like some that. Maybe some biscuits. Yeah, the food part was a huge hindrance. Right. Um, you know, because when he needs to take a bite, obviously he has to stop what he's saying, take the bite, chew, chew a little bit, and then come back up. And I'm just sitting there staring at him. Yeah, so yeah. it's off, a little <laughs> bit awkward. Yeah, you gotta oh, take that. And there's oh. another one. All right. So you know how incredible pizza used to be. What was it used? It used to be called. It's been else. multiple things. Right. Now, this is, I, I don't know if this is true. Maybe not. Maybe Is this gossip hour? Is this that is, what we're doing? This is gossip hour. Oh, okay. No. Scandal. Um, but I heard that the reason why they change, they, they change owners and names, but it's really the same group that owns it. And I don't know what exact thing they get, but they get some kind of tax break for not owning the business for a certain amount of time in the States. That's, that's all I know. I, I don't know if this Full is true disclaimer. or not. We don't know what we're, <clears> we're talking, talking about. We're just talking out of our idiots. butts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ask my, uh, my CPA friend. I'll have to ask him yeah, like, see if, if that's, that's actually legit or not. Something that... But allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. That's what Joe Rogan says all the time. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly they're doing this because they're... Evading taxes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why he moved to Texas. So that's true. Get rid of that California oh, income my word, tax. That income tax is, is brutal. Yeah. But they, they kind of get rid of that here in Oklahoma. That'd yeah. Be nice. State income tax. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome, but I don't see that going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. I um, I read one article about um, Newsom was defending that. Uh, California is still a business-friendly state. Because <laughs> there's another uh, comedian called uh, Tim Dillon. Uh-huh. He, it was on Twitter, and he uh, he shared it, and then his tweet was, ha-ha, like he just put ha-ha-ha, yeah, like, yeah. like 20 different uh-huh. songs. <laughs> he goes, like, okay, well, there's, obviously yeah. you don't know what's going on. There's so many people, like business owners, leaving. Because it's just at that point mm-hmm. where there's, you know, you either go to a state that's open, you know, and take take the initial, you know, um, whack on your finances to move, bring everything over, you know, and start from scratch. But at the same time, a lot of people think it's worth it because who knows when California is going to mm-hmm. even allow businesses to be open. So... They're losing money either way. Yeah. At least if they move to a different state that's open, there's a possibility of being able to get back on track and start making money again. Do you see the um, the article about the Canadian County Sheriff? Uh-uh. His name is Chris West. Um, 
he is in hot water right now because apparently he went to the the Capitol yeah. and was there when the riots were happening. Oh, really? And there was a guy that claimed, like through a Facebook post, that claimed, yeah, so Sheriff West and I, um, I was there with him and we pushed through um, the police line and into the White House and yeah. said that we're here and we're not leaving and then... Then they left uh, allegedly. Oh really? And so, uh, oh, you mean the riot at the at the Senate building? Yeah, the actual oh, really? Capitol. Yeah, he had said, "Yeah, we were there and all this <laughs> stuff." So then I'm like, "Oh shoot!" That's like, not good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay." So yeah, so that's coming up. There was actually um, um, a I think he was a News Nine anchor that had something to do with that, and he ended up getting fired. Oh. Mm. Yeah, he was like a, a weather guy, I think. Oh um, really? Nine or five, something like that. It was some weather guy. Um, anyway, it's the more I'm looking at footage and stuff, the less that I believe that it was Antifa that oh, were yeah. there. Yeah, there's the more and more footage I'm looking at. I'm like, hmm. I you know I kind of still think and want to believe that the majority of the people that did go in were Antifa, but at the same time, there's enough stupid people out there that will just go in anyway. Well. Just by looking at the sheer amount of people, because I went back, I've, I've watched like a couple hours of footage oh, on this yeah. stuff now. <laughs> so I was watching, especially Vice News. Are you familiar with Vice News? I know of it, but okay. I don't watch it. So they were in, um, they were actually in there when it all happened. Yeah. And the footage started from when Trump was like ending a speech. Right. And then the whole crowd started going there, right? Yeah. Well, there was police lines there with Capitol Police, and right. you could see the whole thing. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, there's 20 Antifa there that yeah. just were being stupid. No, like the whole crowd just starting push forward. There's different videos of like corridors yeah. where riot police were at. Uh-huh. And you had the people up front, and they were kind of, one, oh, Trying to like oh, yeah. push through. <laughs> this is hundreds of people smashed in there. And I was like, oh, shoot. Because at first you're like, hmm, okay, well, maybe it's plausible. And maybe there is some. But yeah. then you start looking through and you can see um, there was Oath Keepers. You could see them in there. Um, Proud Boys. Yeah. There's a lot of like Proud Boys stuff in there. Right. And then the the just the more video I'm watching on this of what was recorded, what happened, yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. These were people <laughs> that got fired up and right. were like, we're going to go into the Capitol. What's crazy to me is, like, at first I was reading, I was like, okay, well, how did they even get through <laughs> through there? Yeah. And um, there was a ton of police there, yeah. and they even had chain link um, before the steps were. Right. They had the chain link barriers. Did up they remove stuff. it, though? No, the crowd pushed through oh, it. Oh, the crowd pushed through it? Yeah. They they all like pushed through it, picked it up, and taught, and then it started to be on the steps. Right, and then eventually you could see the Capitol Police like yeah. just start because they all they were not prepared at all. No, yeah. you could look at footage, and there's different riot police were sharing face masks. Oh yeah, because of them throwing tear gas and everything. Right, because they didn't have enough to go around. Right, they were not ready at all. So I think it may have to do something with that rally wasn't didn't start at the Capitol. People right. just start going there. Right, right. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, so what if an actual terrorist came in, took advantage of the of that situation, this, yeah. and ran in with a vest <laughs> into where the Capitol is? Like to me, that's just that is so crazy. So then I'm thinking, well, were they just not prepared? Did someone or some kind of Authority figures um, kind of tie their ha- um, hands behind their back. Right. Why wasn't the National Guard there? Right. Did Trump tell them not to be there because those were his supporters? Did yeah. someone else? What happened? And, you know, there was one, uh, one police officer <clears throat> that died um, oh, yeah? during that time. Mm. A second one that was there actually just died because he committed suicide. Mm. Now, whether or not, I don't know if it's a, they're attached or not, yeah. I don't know. But you could see there, you had the different, the Capitol Police, you had, um, the there's riot police there, and then right. you could see Secret Service. And Secret Service were the actual ones like the sh- that did the shooting. Yeah. Because they were trying to break in where your congressman right, and right. they were all at. So, and then there was other videos of them being ushered from you know the chamber yeah. 
to where the rooms were, and then you see Secret Service like boarding up the stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. What it's just getting happened? Real. <laughs> it's getting I, real. <laughs> I cannot imagine what would have gone through my head if I was there. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So that that part of it's. Um, insane you yeah. know <laughs> it is so insane yeah either side you know just just the whole unable you know with the whole black lives matter protests and how those eventually broke into riots and then with this one eventually getting to breaking into pretty much a riot you know because they were breaking stuff vandalizing stuff it's just oh yeah it definitely was a riot yeah like, so there's no, <clears throat> there's no way around that so it just you know it's crazy how just both sides you know can't keep it together at, at a certain point. Yeah, what's what's super weird about it though is that when you had like BLM riders, whatever, there was more of a police presence, mm-hmm. and that's where the complaints are. Yeah, of the fact I, but at saying, the same time, well, there's more police here, but not here. Yeah, but at the same time, I think the reason why for that is because. They had more of a time. I don't know. I I feel like part of it's just because you know that they, they had that premonition, kind of like, oh, you know, this is probably going to turn into a riot just because of who these people are. I think that factors into it. But and then I also think that they weren't expecting. Well, what happened? Yeah, I kind of think that's the first thing is the majority reason. Right. Right. Um, so it's just crazy. It's, there's there's that. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that that part of it's um that's part's insane. But the one thing is what I don't get is the you know I haven't put anything on Facebook or what I think about or anything like that. Um, what's crazy to me is that you had the same people, pretty much four years ago, saying you got to accept him. You would hear you could go back and look at that hashtag yeah. our president right. You had the same people that, you know, you had the, it, it's completely flipped right. because those same people are like, well, you got to accept him because he is our president. We got band together and union and all this stuff right. are the same people that are doing right. hashtag not my, not, my yeah, president. not my president. I was like, okay, there's obviously no self-awareness right. here at all because right. this does there's, not make sense. There's no, there's, it's just they ride the wave. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just to ride the wave. There's no actual conviction of beliefs or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. whatever is acceptable for your group of people at that time is what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no self-conviction of these are my beliefs and this is what I'm going to stand for. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just. Well, then an, another you know, thing is the um, about patriotism, right? So the, the there's one opinion saying that, well, it's patriotic for us to riot and break into the Capitol and do all this nonsense, right? The To me, the most patriotic thing you could do is to say, you know what? We lost, and here we go. We're going to have a, a peaceful change of power, just like we well, always yeah, do. Yeah, you have to have that because you can't downgrade yourself, you know, and act like the other, you know, the other people who tried to, you know, who were going to be complaining and, you know, and do, you know at, at the same time, regardless of what you think about how the election went, doesn't justify you going and rioting, you know, regardless of what your beliefs are about how the election went or not, the right thing to do is to not, <laughs> to not destroy public property, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of what your opinion, your beliefs or your political views are. You know, it's just not, not, the end doesn't justify the means, you know, it never does. So if you're going to break the law, you're not a good person. You know, you, it doesn't matter what your intentions were or what do you know. So, yeah. It was just, well, the 2016 <clears throat> thing, if you remember for, I think it was for two years, the whole thing was about Russian collusion. So right. the principle of it is you had the opposite side at the point saying, hey, he won unfairly. Right. Now you're having the same thing, saying, "Well, there was voter fraud. He won unfairly." Right. Like <laughs> those two things. It doesn't matter what the what you know the accusation are, whether or not it's like, "Oh, where they weren't able to get reviewed. There was yeah. something that happened here." All this stuff. They're both at the core issue the same thing. Right. And that's that's a problem. You know. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you know, the most patriotic thing to do would be to celebrate the fact that we are still like one nation and that when 
the election's over, then you accept who it is, whether or not you like him or not, and then you go on, you know, because you're going to have, um, what's his name, Tim Tim Kennedy. Um, do you follow him on Instagram? No, I don't. So he is a Green Beret. Um, he still does. Um, he still does active duty um, stuff occasionally, but um, you can go on there and look up and see what he posted a couple of videos uh, about it. And I think he pretty much nailed it on the head because the other thing is <laughs> you have these people calling for a civil war. Yeah, that's not the answer. That can't get off the couch and right. walk up the street. Right. But you want a civil war, right? It's like you don't you don't understand. I don't even understand, yeah. you know. But you have it's it's funny how the people that have gone through it all are like, hey, at all costs, we have to avoid this whole thing right. of civil war. Right. This is not something that you want here, you know. That is no, <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it's just, at that point, it's just kind of a needless loss of life, you know. Unless something actually happens to where. You're pushed to the brink and there's no other option. But to, in order to get to that point, you have to go through a lot but of But some stuff. people are already saying that it is here. But the, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> that's how that's how extreme um, some, some people, people are taking it. Yeah. 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 So, like, um, I think the two things I posted, I was just trying to be funny. Like, I'm posting, like, memes and junk because... The- oh, yeah. I had some friends on the left, too, that were posting memes. And I, I laughed at them because, you know, it is kind of ridiculous what's going on. Just the whole... And just how emotionally invested everybody is in it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like Jocko always says, you got to distance yourself, mm-hmm. you know, disconnect yourself from the situation and look to look at it from an objective view. What did we learn? We learned that governors are really important. We learned that city mayors are really important. We learned that your sheriff is really important. You know, those three people are the people that are going to affect you in a personal way. Those are the ones you really need to t- you really need to care about. Mm-hmm. Yes, pay attention to the president, and congressmen, and, and you know, and representatives. But for the most part, they balance themselves out, and a lot of times they just waste four years doing nothing, playing mm-hmm. politics. You know, padding their pockets with you know the money that they get from the people. You know, that's just what happens. Yeah. Um- I don't really um, get freaked out at all about federal um, elections and stuff as I used to. I think the 2016 election is when I, like, crescendo the most involved I felt I was in it. Because I remember listening to Sean Handy stuff every afternoon. And it's kind of like doomsday kind of thing. Yeah, because I thought, man, it's it's and the world, you know. And most of the things I look up when it comes to um, government is tied to Second Amendment issues, right? So most people in like the gun community were like, well, okay, if if Trump gets in, then suppressors are going to be legal. We're going to have this overwhelming rights restored for the Second Which Amendment. Which wasn't all this the stuff. case. It actually, he was worse yeah, than Obama the, was. Because he banned the bump stocks, right? Yes. He banned the bump stocks, yeah. There hasn't really been a president that was like, all right, take off all the bans on guns. No, know? the the most, um, <laughs> the presidents that have the put, put the most restrictions on guns have been Republican. Because look at the, um, when the NFA was started, um, the National Firearms, yeah. um, when, you know, you couldn't, um, you had to register if you had a suppressor right. or automatic gun or anything. Right. Reagan put that in place. Yeah. With the NRA. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, <laughs> with Trump, it was pretty much the same thing with bump stocks and yeah. even, uh, legislation or ATF, I'm sorry, with, um, looking at, um, braces and stuff like that. Yeah. He and the fact that, uh, which was good for consumers, that prices went to all-time lows. But the one that made the most money for the gun industry was Obama. Yeah. He was like the best gun salesman (laughs) ever. Right, right, right. And he had the least amount of change on actual laws. Yeah. But but Trump, with the endorsement of the NRA, came in and said, hey, we're going to do all these great things and... Didn't do anything, and in fact, we actually lost 
you know, rights when it came to that. Right. So to me, it's never a guarantee. And part of me kind of um, prefers to have a Democrat president in when it comes to gun rights because of the fact that gun Everybody's kind of scared. Get they get scared, everything goes crazy, and they all of a sudden become more involved. Right, right. Most of your gun people were pretty much on autopilot for four years. Yeah, because of yeah, because they were kind of. And the thing is, is what a lot of them were like when when the when the Republican president says, you know, we should ban this. They're like, yeah, we should, we should. It's like no, they, they should regardless of whether the president's Republican or Democrat, Second Amendment rights should not shall not be infringed. Period. Yeah, that's why. They have been, Republican presidents have been able to do that because people get torn because right. it comes down to party first mm-hmm. over like your actual rights, you know, when it comes to that. So right. that part of it has made me way more cynical of either party. Yeah, it doesn't oh, same matter. here. <laughs> Both parties are a joke to yeah. me. It, it, it doesn't matter. Is because... All they do, all, what's what's in their interest isn't what is in the best interest of the American people. It's what their interest is. That's it. They're not. They don't care about if you're a Republican, Democrat. They don't even care if you're a supporter. The only time they care and when they act, when they put on that facade of caring about you and working for you, is when it's voting time. Mm-hmm. But all the other, you know, the years and years that they're in there, it's all about what. Can they do for their lobbyists and the people that put put money in their pockets? Mm. So, you know what an important um, you know piece of government is the Department of Interior for the for the for the Indians. Well, no, I'm just talking about um, federal any kind of federal lands like parks and um, uh, hunting. Oh yeah, that is super important as well because that was the big things that Obama did was he. Um, restricted, mm. um, you know, more use and kept like oil companies out of it. Oh, really? Um, because Trump's Department of Interior, I can't remember his name now. He actually, they actually allowed more um, mm-hmm. drilling and stuff like that uh, to happen on, on on protected lands. Right. You know. Right. And Teddy Roosevelt's actually the one that put that all into place. The park system. Yeah. Yeah, I All, remember learning about that yeah. in history. But and he was an avid hunter. Yeah, you know? that's why. Yeah, he was an avid hunter, and that's when he kind of realized that, hey, we should be saving mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff. Yeah, well, that's actually where um, also the Wichita Mountains, the right. refuge down there, yeah. um, he actually um, visited Quanta Parker. Oh, um, really? Yes. He bit, you read the book, right? I have, I, I have the book, but, okay. but I haven't read it. So it's actually in the book there... Um, Empire of the Summer Moon. Yeah. Um, it was actually in the book there talking about how Teddy Roosevelt visited Quanta Parker down there. Really? Um, at you know, at the place, and that's where kind of he had a part in getting t- Teddy Roosevelt to put the park system in place and everything like that, reserving lands, especially Alaska and everything else like that. So, you know, that's from one one president setting it up for future generations because at that time this is early 1900s he saw that you know hey this is going to be a problem and we have park system federal lands refuges all that stuff we have like the best protected lands in the world yeah you know when it comes to that way more that and that was just happened to be put aside at the right time yeah before it got too industrialized and, right right and you had man and that's a big deal back then because you had, um, was it Standard Oil? Uh, was the company back then that was really pushing for for oil? That yeah. was through Rockefeller. Right, right. And, you know, he was super powerful in getting, um, had a big impact on him. And William Randolph Hearst had a big impact in getting uh, marijuana and hemp um, made Band. illegal. Oh, yeah. made legal? Yeah, because they were pushing um, from. Legal or illegal? Illegal. Illegal. Because William Randolph Hearst had an interest because he had newspapers, so he owned paper mills. Right. Well, at the time, hemp was main paper source. Main paper source. So he was like, "Well, I'm going to do this," and got it. Was pushing for legislation banning that you know hemp. And then uh, Rockefeller had a hand in that because he was pushing for petroleum-based medicine rather than natural herb-based. Right. 
that's where that shift um, kind of happened. Yeah. Um, because if you look at, you know, like the company Bayer, right? Um, you know, they typically have Bayer. Let's see. They do they do medicine. They do pesticides. They do fertilizers. They have all that stuff. And that was kind of part of it. They were interested in pushing for um, to get other countries that were underdeveloped, like, focus on using fertilizers and yeah, pesticides yeah. because it was a money-making <clears throat> thing. Instead, and leaving traditions that have been set up for thousands right. of years on how to farm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so that history is is kind of crazy uh, once you kind of dig into it. Right. But there's a, lot of, there's a lot of information there. Yeah, and with, you know, pesticides and all these things going into the crops, it ends up making a lot of things really, really bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, even a lot of your vegetables that you buy, if... <clears throat> If they are, you know, what's the what's the turn? Talking about GMOs? Yeah, like GMOs. Um, it's just a lot of this stuff goes inside your body, even if it is healthy food. Um, it's just not good for you, just because of all the pesticides and chemicals that they end up putting on it and and trying to modify it to grow it, you know, for mass production. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Honestly, think the intentions for doing JMOs right. is bad. Right. It's just the fact that they were trying to figure out how to um, grow enough crops yeah. and food to feed the whole population. Right. Because and, if and you didn't have GMOs, you wouldn't be able to feed everyone. Right. And at this time, there wasn't enough um, technology. You know, the science wasn't invented yet to understand what this was actually doing. What the science had had been invented was, hey, this helps uh, make this plant grow faster or grow more, keeps the bugs away, blah, blah, blah. You know, this was kind of like what, so like, okay, this is good. But there was no science at that point that improved the repercussions of what this chemical does, you know, and, and how it will affect the body and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't think it was you know, their intention to end up doing that. It's just the state that we're in now. But I've kind of wanted to get into maybe doing what Joe Rogan does and going on a diet, like a specific diet for a month and kind of seeing how it affects me. Yeah. Um, And I'm really interested in the carnivore diet just because of how it affected him, where he has a lot of energy and stuff like that. So I want to do a month where I work out, just my regular diet, which I don't think is horrible, but definitely needs to be better. Um, cause I eat a lot of vegetables and meat, you know, um, but I do have the sugars and the pasta and mm-hmm. all the carbs and stuff like that. So I want to work out and eat regularly for a month and then switch over to the carnivore diet and work out and kind of see how that affects yeah. and then maybe go into a keto diet to, uh, you know, maybe a veggie kind of thing. I don't think I'll ever try out vegan, but I'll try, I'll, I might try all vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing how that affects me versus the all meat or all animal carnivore diet, you know? Mm. Yeah, you will have that explosive diarrhea, though, once you have transition. You tried it? Have you tried the No. Um, when I did the keto, though, for, I do remember for a while, um, you know, it's just, it was a deal. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it's caused because your body's realizing that, oh, hey, we're actually getting healthy food in now. Let's cl- let's do a cleanse kind of thing. Yeah, it could, it could just be a shock to your system, too, right. though. It's just not used to that, you know, that specific food, the right. same kind of foods in that amount. Well, I mean, the same thing happens to dogs when you think about it. When you change their food, their poop for a while is kind of like diarrhea. And mm-hmm. then they get it used to it, and then you get the solid yeah. kind of poop again. Because that's what happened when I when I had Athena switched up her food from to a more nutrient-rich nutrient kind. Mm-hmm. And that her poop changed for a little bit, and then went back to normal so that, that may be what, what's happening as well but I've really wanted to maybe mess around with diets a little bit more and kind of see what's what's working out because I, I don't know I feel like I've just listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and kind of like the new the nutritional doctors he has on there or just kind of health people in general and with like the whole COVID thing just kind of 
paying attention more to what I eat. And I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm just vegetables and never eating anything else. But I want to get to that spot where like the majority of what I'm eating, the majority of my diet is healthy. Mm-hmm. But I can still go and have cake on a birthday and, you know, go out to eat and order what I want and not worry about it. But for the most of the time, you know, most of my meals, except for one or two a week or whatever, are super healthy, super nutritional and just kind of better for you. Yeah, sometimes I know that eating certain kind of foods is very pleasurable and everything, but sometimes I feel like it'd be nice to be like a dog in the sense that your food, how much you're eating is totally dictate, yeah, dictated by dictated someone else. by somebody else. <laughs> you know? and, and as long as their, you know, their intentions are good or they, uh, they have it completely set and everything, then, you know, you're never going to get, you know, overweight or right, anything like that. Right. So I don't know that I've thought about that idea. <laughs> you know? Like, man, sometimes maybe if we didn't have free will, you know, like, like, like maybe maybe sometimes that'd be nice you know yeah i don't know man just kind of like making sure that you're kind of taking care of your body has become just a little bit more important to me mm-hmm. but i haven't done any of it yet so this could all just be talking nothing ever not nothing actually happens but and then you need living benefits life insurance yeah <laughs> shameless plug tell us tim what is living benefits life insurance <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that would be something I'd, mm. I'd be talking about. Where are we at in time? Fifty six minutes. Oh shoot, almost we got, an hour. We got four minutes left. Oh no, I know you guys are gonna like freaking out. Oh no, we need more time. No, nobody's thinking that, but that's okay. Whatever, I had fun. <laughs> yeah, we're like, hey, can you just end it right now? Can you guys stop it, please? We're, we're talking we're about tired. random stuff. <laughs> it's all over the place, and we're talking about poop and GMOs yes. and parks and the riots and Trump and <laughs> <laughs> everything else in like a span of an hour. It's kind of anything. crazy. That's true. We did jump quite a bit. Well, no, there's a nice flow for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully. 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 If the viewership go or the listeners go down, then you'll know. Well, how about you help me out and you share it, you know, on your page. Hey, everybody, take a listen. Uh, might go up. Might 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 actually catch on fire. We might be the next Joe Rogan podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> I think it took him He's been doing it for 11 years. Four years before he got any traction on it. Right. He, he's been doing it for 11 years now. That's yeah. crazy. I don't know if I don't know if I could stick with something. You'd have to really enjoy what you're doing in order to stick with it for that long. Yeah, I think as long as you have enough interesting people coming in the talk yeah. too. Which I mean, a lot of that, a lot of that, just be because you meet people just kind of having a third person and just kind of you and me sitting down with them and and talk to them like the like the B guy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's kind of taught. Uh, tied into actually finding someone that one knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Number two cares to share and are interesting enough to be able to hold the conversation. Right. To. Right. Um, that part of it, you're definitely not going to find, you know, just off the street. You yeah. Know, I feel like, cause there's very few masters of, you know, and to me, Jason Martinez is definitely like a master of beekeeping. Yeah. Um, that's one of the few people that I feel like I've met that are legitimate masters in their craft. Right, right. You know? That's definitely not common. So <laughs> that's probably why I spend so much time one, talking yeah, to Yeah, that, that'd be a fun one to do, though. Just kind of yeah. hitting them up and say, hey, what do you think about sitting down with me and my brother talking to us on mm-hmm. about your pod, you know, about your yeah. bees? Yeah, I definitely think he would, though. It'd be fun. It'd be a fun thing to do. Just, yeah. I mean, if anything, just for like, you need to learn about it. Yeah. It'd and be fun. Uh, the problem I ran into when I talked to him that long was uh, memory retention. Yeah. <laughs> and having it down on a there's, podcast, you know, to be able to go back and listen. Yeah. There's just so much that he talked about that just my whole brain, you know, wasn't able to really comprehend or right. really understand it. So, um, 
even if he talked about the same stuff again, I would definitely, I think I'd learn a lot more the second right, time. Right, right. And, yeah, that's why, you know, you just got to interview people, and you're like, well, I need to get back with him again sometime and expound upon it, but I don't know. That'd be fun, though, to yeah. kind of get some more people on and, and talk to them. We definitely need a third mic where that's that's easy. I like Mm-hmm. I think that one's like twenty bucks, and this one's like twenty-five. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. No, they're cheap. And then I think I believe I have a. Yeah, I can. Can I? Yeah, I can just buy one of those splitters. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cool. all right. Well, we're on an hour. So we made it. Anything else you'd like to say before we? Check Send me out off. on Snapchat, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I mean, why not? What's, what's your? Do you are you on Twitter very much or no? Not really. I'm more of a stalker on Twitter. I never <laughs> post anything. I think the my profile pic on Twitter is my cow when he was a baby. It's like a spot. It's that's a black weird. and white calf. That's weird. Yeah, that's my. So that's, just Facebook and Instagram. Pretty much, I'm on Facebook quite a bit. Um, that's how I kind of keep connected with customers or anything like that all right um, well yeah what's your facebook tim um man, oh you up. need to have this ready i need to have like a qr code ready to go i'm sure let's meanwhile see. if you'd like to follow me it is timothy trimble with a t two t's technically yeah yeah. <laughs> what about Instagram? What's your Instagram? Oh man, I, mm, I kind of just double the Instagram stuff when I post it. Let's see here, Timoy Puggy Five, T I M O Y P O G I Five, is my profile. All right, so well, you know me, Mark underscore T zero three on Instagram, Mark Trimble on Facebook. If you'd like to follow the uh, podcast. It is MK Journal on Facebook. Podcast page there. Give it a like. Give it a follow. We uh, post everything there and give you updates. So, all right. Well, looks like that's where we're gonna end it. Well, see ya. See you on the next one.